0: This is the TCSF Podcast with your hosts, E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah! Episode 21 is brought to you by Noir Season, Billion Radio Studios, and Grit Clothing Company. As always, I am Big Z and I'm here with E-Rock. What up, E? What's good, hey. Z? A lot of... I mean... we're Rumblings, <laughs> rumblings. Rumbling.
1: Go ahead. Oh, man. We got another great show today for this week. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Bears, Packers coming off the bye week another disappointment um, we got rumors flying around a Cubs favorite and a surprising addition to the 2021 <laughs> Hall of Fame ballot yes sir and as always in our three and out segment X's and O's on Sunday night's game versus AA Ron. Rogelio (laughs) (laughs) And the Green Bay Packers I can make fun of his name Because I ain't got much else to go on
0: That's all we can do Alright, can't get to get into some Bears talk So we can rant and, and rip some people apart Ooh, baby Yeah, but first, this is The Loop Our Chicago Sports Roundup Where we keep you in The Loop This is Chicago Doors open on the left at Chicago Welcome to Chicago Welcome Welcome to Chicago this is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. What's up, Firsty?
1: Well, first of all, we're going to talk about some Chris Bryant news. <laughs> uh, we're trying to decide, do you think that the, the Cubs are going to DFA Bryant or going to trade him?
0: Well, this is the thing. December second is a non-tender deadline. Okay. This is the deadline where teams uh, have to offer pre arbitration arbitration, or arbitration. This is the whole thing with Chris Bryant has been the arbitration keeping right. control of him. Correct. So they this whole this whole thing they lost the case. So now right. so now you know he's eligible for arbitration, and you're gonna have to pay him. Well,
1: they're gonna have to they're gonna have to at least offer him a contract.
0: Right. So if they offer him a contract and he walks. They get a uh, supplemental draft pick, right? But he can, if they don't offer him a contract, he walks outright.
1: I mean, to me, you have to, you have to at least offer him a contract, so he can't. Uh, first of so that we can
0: negotiate. Correct. Now, first of all, they already offered him a contract a couple of years ago, and he said no. He banked on himself and he
1: turned it down. Yeah, and yeah, and he. uh he didn't do what he expected to do so i can't see that market value from being over 200 million now
0: it's not going to be there
1: and that's and that's what they offered him a couple years ago
0: yeah and right now especially in this COVID quote unquote yeah uh uh, baseball season teams are losing tons and tons and tons of money and the cubs have noted saying we've lost biblical amount of money well right we understand why you invested around Oliver, You updated Wrigley Field. You invested around the whole neighborhood by buying every everything out. And now you don't have money to but, supplement a good, uh, 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 your usual payroll of correct. $200 million. And, and the, the problem is, is that realistically, on every other year, this would have never been a problem. Never. Never. Never, never no. ever been a problem. No, I mean, he, would now, have, he would have been resigned. There was no way he'd go into arbitration.
1: Absolutely not. He would have been signed. They would have. Now their choice would have been... Do I trade him to another team? Do I try to get him over to, yeah. to someone who I think is going to be a contender because we're going to try to go the other direction? Which I don't I don't see how you do considering the fact that you still have Rizzo, you got Bias, who you got to figure out what you're going to do with. There's too many good pieces on this team mm-hmm. to sit there and tank. So you're still going to try to go for it. So now you got to decide what you're going to do. Am I going to sit there and try to bring back, bring back Brian and see if I can get some magic out of him? But like we talked about last week, you know, the the rumor that was out there was Bryant and Bodie for Arnetto.
0: That's not happening. That's that's not happening. I I mean, we've argued off the air so many times. This is not happening, bro. But
1: it it, it might happen. It might not. But I'm saying that's what's out there right now.
0: All right. So let me throw this out to you. Would you trade him to the south side?
1: I mean, it depends on the pieces coming back because we can't we can't have another Eloy situation.
0: (laughs) You can't get fleeced again? But here's the problem. Like I you said didn't before, get it You we, didn't
1: get We fleeced. didn't get fleeced at, at that time either because when you are in the championship window, you are desi- if you're not aggressive, then you might as well forget it. They were aggressive. They went after Q, who at the time was the best player on the Sox in, in the rotation. A solid,
0: he's a solid number three. He Correct. eats up 200 innings, and he's cost control. Correct.
1: And, and especially at that time. Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? So the, it was a great financial move because without that move correct you don't get the other pieces that you got you don't get your closer right uh, you don't get another pitcher the dominoes were in effect to let's sign q or trade for q and then we can go sign a b c d correct. and f player correct and, and we, that's and, what you did and,
1: and eloy is, is offensively a monster but we yes. don't know what dylan dylan ceases yet and that was no. the other piece of that trade no. so i mean realistically what they what they got out of it is now you don't have to sit there in a time where you're trying to cut salary, you don't have to sit there and worry about, what am I going to do with Eloy? Do I sit there and try to get rid of him and try to bring in someone else? Uh, do, Dylan Cease, because these are majorly ready players. They're not guys that you can just leave in the, min- in the minors forever.
0: All right, so so who do you want for let's, – let's let's, let's let's play GM. You're out in the north side, I'm on the south side. Who would you want from the south side for Chris Bryant? Remember, he's going to be – it's a one-year deal, so it is – we're taking a flyer on him.
1: Uh, I mean, that's that's a hard question. Which
0: means you're taking you're not taking somebody off the, the major league roster.
1: I mean, I, I'd have to ask for a major league player back,
0: especially. Okay, if, I'll give you Ronaldo Lopez and uh, and Carlos Rodan.
1: Which one of those are major league players?
0: <laughs> you, you forgot to mention a major league player. <laughs> no, no, they have major league service time, so they're yeah, yours. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. who'd you want? I mean, I. <laughs> I you're, don't know. You're not know. getting somebody off the Major League roster. tell you right now. you, you, will, for, you
1: for a 28-year-old for
0: former MVP? No, 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 no. You're looking at, like we talked earlier, you're looking at a contract. All we're buying is a contract. We're not buying a player. We are buying a contract for one year. You guys are playing for the future, so you're getting possibility. Well, so, well, so are you. I mean, nah, our window's open. Your window's closed. So where are you going to play Bryant then? Right field. Solves our problem. Ah, solves our problem i mean he has I,
1: from what i know he's been a left fielder when he played in outfield that's fine
0: he can play left field he can play right field i don't yeah. care what field he plays but he's playing in the outfield he's not and then he can give him a cut rest in third base
1: yeah i just i i honestly the problem that i see right now is i feel like what's going to happen with the cubs is they're and they're going to end up not getting fair market value for no they're for not Brian. they're not and that and that's the shame involved because realistically cubs fans we I mean we fell in love with with Brian and Rizzo uh, Rizzo and the Brizzo thing and all that stuff mm-hmm. and I mean it, it's I, I'll tell you this being a Cubs fan is not the same as being a Sox fan and what I mean by that is that you guys Sox fans play the the little brother role okay the the sit there and you know y'all want to hey how come we don't get our props how, but at the same at the same time at the end of the day realistically you know, you, you can admit it or not, but Chicago is a Cubs town. When it, it comes is. down to it, it is, and Chicago is the nationally recognized team across uh, United States, across the world. Really, the,
0: well, the uh, Cubs have they do have a worldwide fandom. I'm not arguing that, right? The, the thing so, we're talking about, and, and, and
1: this is what I'm saying. This is the reason why I pick say a this. A player. This is what I'm saying. This. It's much harder for the Cubs to give up a player that helped them to win the World Series than it would be for the Sox because of the fact that we have agreed as such a nostalgia factor, and this, that's
0: so. It's it's so for me to sit same here and just Blackhawks. Same thing with the Blackhawks.
1: But the the Blackhawks, yeah, their original six, but like you know, we didn't. No, see, I'm
0: talking about the original. I mean, the two we're talking about their two superstars of the Blackhawks. Oh, yeah, 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 So that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So you're talking about Rizzo and Bryant and the same thing with Kane and Taves. That's, that's or, how I see it. Or
1: Javi. I, I say Javi over... Well, Javi's, uh, not,
0: Javi's not moving. Let's just... No, we're, I'm, I'm saying
1: if we're going to compare the two, that's, I'm taking Javi over Bryant as far as like who's going to be more beloved. Oh. Rizzo and, and Javi are number one, number two. But right we're there. talking
0: about the originals and now these guys are veterans and which one are you going to trade? I, I mean, I don't know. So if I said...
1: Because here's the thing, to be fair, uh-huh. how well do you know the Sox farm system? Because I don't know... I all. do.
0: I don't know I, I, w- I would give you Jonathan Stever.
1: I don't even know what the hell that is.
0: He pitched very good. Uh he was in there was no AAA. So he was he wasn't in my league system, but he did come up and have a couple of good starts uh, and a couple relief starts. So he is a piece that again, you don't know what his ceiling is. Right. But but I know, I know that Brian ceiling is an MVP player. No, well, you don't know that now. No, no, you do know that. That's his ceiling. That's
1: the best he's ever done.
0: Well, that, that okay, that's his ceiling. But you don't that's know what, point. But you don't know what the new ceiling is because he's oh, a been hurt. The
1: ceiling. He's a been The ceiling hurt. is the
0: ceiling. You, you don't change. You, you don't overvalue change. your player. You way overvalue your player. I'm he telling is not you, not worth all that. I don't
1: know what he's worth. That's the problem. Is that right now you do not know what he's worth. He's worth
0: a guy, two minor who, leaguers. That's what he's worth. Oh,
1: that's that's insanity.
0: That's we'll see how it plays it. out, but I'm telling you, he's worth two, the three minor leaguers. Okay. He's worth two minor leaguers and a DF, uh, player's name uh, be named later. That's what he is. Nah, yeah,
1: nah. We're not talking about Carlos Gonz- uh, Gonzalez like three uh, years after his
0: prime. We're talking about Bryant.
1: Yeah, we're not talking about Carlos Gonzalez when he was 33 and
0: not 29. Why would I a give 28 you— A 28-year-old player. It doesn't matter. You're buying a one-year contract.
1: That is it. That's fine. But that's I'm, talking what about you're the, li- I'm talking about straight-up player. You're looking about the past.
0: I'm looking about what he can do I'm for one year. I'm talking about a straight-up player, and you're devaluing him. No, I'm not devaluing him. I'm saying he's going to do we don't know for one year.
1: Okay, and so and you can say the same about any player in the MLB.
0: Yeah, you, yeah. but you're always saying he's an ML, MVP <laughs> I'm saying, player. No, I'm, no, he's no not, that's a MVP not what I said. Player.
1: I said this is a former MVP and that you know what a ceiling is. Just like you knew what Derrick Rose's ceiling was.
0: And guess what? You put a drop ceiling because that keeps keep going down and down. Stop
1: it. Stop it. Try, <laughs> trying to be clever. Get out here. <laughs> All right. But what's going on with the South Side? I'm tired of talking well, about this.
0: Well, we got tons to talk about with the South Side. All right. Mark, now, now I'm going to get in here. Yeah, right I know now. you are. Now you're going to give me the business. All right. So Mark Burley is eligible for a Hall of Fame for his first year. No, he's not. He's eligible for the Hall of Fame. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's eligible.
1: He's not. I mean, eligible. What do you mean? Uh, uh, to, he's on the thing. list. I mean, quote unquote, yes, he's on the list. Are you eligible? Look, that's like saying, I'm going to pick up the hottest girl in the room just because it happened to be in the room. It's not going to happen, bro. All right. Here we Am go. Am I eligible?
0: Nah. All right. Well, you're an eligible bachelor. doesn't mean you're going to get with the girl, right? You're uh, still an eligible bachelor. Uh, yeah. Well, he is a hall of famer. The- <laughs> tips, okay? All right. So look at his stats. He has a war of 59.1. Two hundred and fourteen wins, one hundred and sixty losses, an ERA of three eighty one. Two
1: fourteen, yeah. Two fourteen wins.
0: Yeah, he had a cra- he had a crappy bunch of teams on him. So what can you do? Uh, ERA three eighty one, five hundred and eighteen wins. This is, and I'm going to tell you why he's a Hall of Famer. He didn't have five hundred
1: eighteen games. Yes, not wins.
0: I, was, well, I stand corrected. Yeah. Yes, sir. Five hundred eighteen games, two hundred and fourteen right. wins. All right. So, as a starting pitcher, he ate up innings. He Eight up innings year after year after year, and he was one of the best. Okay, all right. Uh, he's on all he's had an all American record by pitching 200 more innings 14 straight seasons from 2001 to 200 2014. That's the way he's that's the way the, the game it doesn't work that way anymore. Okay, now they're specialized pitchers, right? So you're not gonna see guys eating uh, getting 200 innings. Um, he's always pitched a contact. Just like we talked earlier, that he has a little bit of Greg Maddox, where he pitched the contact, wasn't afraid of mm-hmm. ballplayers, right? I, I, yeah, I, you, I that was, say, what, that was what you said. Yeah, I, right. he
1: has, he has some Maddox in him, but the problem is, is that he didn't have that, that string that he could pull that Maddox
0: could. Agree, that, That's, that's Agreed. what
1: separates him because if you look at him realistically, the style of pitcher they were, they, they, they hit the contact, they got the out, but the problem is, is that. Maddox could put it wherever he wanted anytime. Oh, Maddox at, is any, a magician. At, at, time. Yeah. And a- he's and pitching at sudden... eighty
0: seven miles an hour and he can put it anywhere <laughs> exactly. he wants. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So again, the one thing that Burley does have over Maddox is a perfect game in two thousand nine and a no hitter in two thousand
1: seven. And uh, oh didn't yeah. did Maddox win the World Series in, Bra- in the Braves? He did, right? They won one.
0: I think, yeah, sure.
1: We had remember we had it we had this discussion early on in the in the in The podcast, he has if, to have one. If the one Bra- yeah, if the Braves won one, and I think my mistake was thinking they didn't have any, but they yeah, did yeah have they won. did,
0: they did win the right, right? Championship, all right, all right. So, in addition to pineapple up innings, uh, Brady won 13 or more games in a season 12 times in a 16 year career. Uh, a spectacular fielder here, he won four golden gloves. He had one of the best pickoffs moves, pickup moves in the, in the game, being a lefty. Um, let's see, he was named to the all star game five times, he's a five time all star. He helped win a 2005 World Series while drinking a beer. <laughs> while uh, drinking beer. <laughs> I mean, I, I did that on my, uh, my beer league softball, too. So I mean, that, that don't impress me much. Oh, come on. Uh, so you pitched in the postseason prior to that in 2000 and then after in 2008. Uh, he has a great body of work. He's a great guy, which doesn't go into making Hall of Fame. Super but cool. it actually does because Super cool you got guy. guys that are in steroids, right, that won't get in.
1: He's, su- he's such a cool guy. Now, let me tell you something. You oh, ever been to right, Cooperstown?
0: No, I want to go. Yeah, I
1: haven't been either, but I've seen pictures, okay? <laughs> and it's beautiful. It's a great place to visit, especially if you're a baseball fan, you know, Emer- Major League fan, mm-hmm. Jackie Robinson, Roberto Clemente fan. Right. All these dudes, right? But here's the thing. This is the Hall of Fame. Now, if you go across the street, it's a little building and it says Hall of Very Good. <laughs> it's a Hall of Very Good. And did it, you I, build this? I did. And here's the thing. You ever seen uh Bruce Almighty? Yes.
0: Okay. And it like looks a... like it's,
1: it looks like this real tiny little thing, uh the the filing cabinet, until he yeah. opens it up yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. that thing goes on forever. Yeah. That's where Burley goes. And the Hall of Very Good with all them thousands and thousands and thousands, <laughs> and thousands of players where they just weren't quite good enough to make it to the Hall of Fame, and they get an index card. Uh-huh. Congrats. You're in the Dewey <laughs> Decimal System. We know where to look you up, brother. I can find your autobiography. Gotcha. It's called Burley on Burley or whatever it's called. All right. But that that's where he is, bro.
0: So I'm going to give you something, and it might change your mind. All right. This you year's ballot. ballot. This year's ballot. Oh, oh, actually, last year's ballot. Bobby Abreu fell off, Andy Pennant fell off. Sammy Sosa is still in. Andrew Jones is not in there, Manny Ramirez, Jeff Kent, Todd Helton, Gary Sheffield, Billy Wagner, Scott Rowland, Omar Vizcal, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, all those guys did not get elected to the Hall of Fame. And those guys are way better mm-hmm. than Mark Burley, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, when you fall off, because you don't get your 5% to stay on the ballot, and he gets 5%, I'm gonna say he gets five percent. I don't guess I don't say he gets elected. I say he gets five percent and he stays on a ballot.
1: I mean that that's cool. And,
0: and if those other steroid players, you know, drop off, guess what? He makes the top of the list.
1: Okay, so basically, what you're saying, he's and got, they he, have
0: to vote for somebody.
1: He's got to be the least ugly girl at the ugly girl contest.
0: That's what you're trying to tell me. I mean, that's what it is. Like, hey man, if she, she makes like, prom queen, she makes prom no. queen. It's still prom queen forever. If only he had just, one just more like thunder under his just nose. Just like Brian, right? He's a he's a MVP for life, right?
1: I didn't. I've never said that. You better you better <laughs> stop that mess. Take it home. Shove it under your bed, and then burn it on fire. Get the hell
0: out of here with that. I never said nothing like that. Oh. I said
1: his ceiling is MVP.
0: You said MVP. He's going to be an MVP for life, right? never, <laughs> never said these
1: things. <laughs> well, I don't know what's going on, man. I think I think going going live after the Bears game has gone to your head or something.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, I mean, we did take a, a nice little shot of our
1: yeah, liquid yeah. courage there. Well, that's how we get up to do the show. <laughs> we need encouragement.
0: That's right. Well, I'm just saying he has a chance of getting in.
1: You're saying there's a chance. That's right. And I'm saying, hell no, there ain't no chance. Get out of here. Let's swap that. You know, what, you know what you're doing right now? You're overvaluing your players, sir.
0: I am. Right. I am. But I'm admitting it, though. Yeah, exactly. I am admitting it, That's though. That's
1: because I'm rubber and you're glue. And whatever <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever you you're say saying. goes back to you. I'm telling you right now, man. I'm just saying he has a chance. Oh, God. All right, man. What's going on in the west side of Chicago?
1: All right. So right now, we know that the Bulls season is fast approaching, NBA fast approaching. We saw Clay Thompson go out with that busted Achilles. It's really sad because he's a good dude. Uh, Bulls made a couple moves. We got Garrett Temple uh, oh. this week. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah. had to look up Garrett Temple. He's been around a long time. He's about 35 years old.
0: He's the second play then.
1: Uh, he just came uh, uh, off uh, playing with the Nets. He's played in Houston, Sacramento, um, looks like San Antonio, Milwaukee, Charlotte, Washington for a long time. Yeah. Um, Memphis, the Clippers, and he just came off a year with Brooklyn. He's a backup point guard. Uh, people were losing their mind when he got signed. They're like, who is this? I never heard of this guy. He's a bench dude. I mean, that you, you need guys to play on the bench as well. Um, they also brought back Noah Vonley. Um, he was drafted in the first round by Charlotte in uh, 2014, 2015. Um, he kind of moved around Portland. Uh, he was here for in, for for a little bit, 2017, 2018. Uh, he Man. went to the Knicks. Meh. You know, again, these are bench players. We're not expecting a ton out of these guys. He, He's a journeyman. They're both journeymen. You know, we, we're expecting our stars to shine, and that includes Patrick Williams.
0: Meh. <laughs> that's all I, I got to say on I mean, the that, Bulls. I'm, I don't know what to say. There's uh, there's a lot you, of stuff.
1: You have to you have to sign bench
0: players too. I mean, that's point blank. What it is. I mean, they're filling the bench. I'd say whatever.
1: Yeah, all I mean, right. I don't I understand. I, I, I'm not opposed or, or or you know for or against these these moves. Yeah,
0: bench we'll, guys. We'll you know see what I mean? these guys do.
1: They still there's still rumors that they're going after Spencer Dinwiddie that was with the Nets that they yeah. had before. So hopefully that's a player they can pull back into the mix. But I mean, you know, if we if you're not Brooklyn or or the Lakers, I mean, doesn't matter.
0: No, not really. All right, let's move over to Illini basketball where, who? I'm going to butcher this, Dosumnu. Do did I get that right? Sure. Yeah, sure. All right. No, why not? He scored 24 as number eight Illinois holds off Ohio, 75, uh, 77 and 75. The Illini are 3-0. So far, so good. Looking good, man. I mean, they blew out a couple garbage teams prior yeah, to Yeah, but, I
1: mean, like, they, blew, they didn't just blow them out. They embarrassed a couple squads <laughs> before yeah. they got to this uh, – this Ohio game, and I'm, I mean, you're talking about a score. You know, when's the last time you saw any good basketball out of Illinois?
0: Well, Darren Williams and D. Oh, Brown. Yeah.
1: 5 Yeah. What oh, yeah, L- was that? Luther Head. Yeah. Luther Head, mm-hmm. D. Brown, you know, and, and got, the only guy that really kind of had oh, a 5 was
0: a great year. <laughs> oh my God! All I mean, right, Illinois football. Where's, <laughs> anyone seen my glory I need to go back to the future. Good Lord! What's better than this COVID crap? Oh. All right, Illinois football. The game versus Ohio State. Funny enough, yeah, is uh, postponed due to COVID. So
1: I mean, we're seeing that all over college, all over. Uh, you know, Sunshine had missed a bunch of games. Nick yeah. Saban couldn't uh, coach for Alabama. The Steelers and Ravens were moved from the Thanksgiving game to the Tuesday game. I mean, it's a lot of a lot of stuff moving on right now.
0: Yeah, what's going on in Northwestern, brother?
1: So. Unfortunately, Northwestern finally lost a game. Uh, <laughs> Called it. And the, okay, I'm gonna tell you. Here, here's a fun fact. Mm. Uh, the the team that they lost to was Michigan State, mm-hmm. whose current head coach is Mel Tucker, former Bears off uh, defensive coordinator. When the Bears had one of their fir- their their worst defensive efforts. In the history of the Chicago Bears, he worse was than now? Their... <laughs> no defensively. That's not the problem at all. Joke. No, come on, Just stop Talking about that, this
0: man. game because they got forty burgered.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like Northwestern kind of hung around most of the game. They were down early. Um, they didn't really do much. They they were tied twenty uh, twenty uh, late in the game. Michigan State got a field goal, and mm-hmm. then when Northwestern got their chance back, the very last play of the game, they were trying that that you know that uh, flea flicker. You know the the, the scramble play, yeah. and uh, one of the players fumbled it, ended up in the end zone. Michigan State fell on it, and that's why you got your twenty nine to twenty score. Gotcha. Now Michigan State had one win
0: prior to that game. Right. Yeah, it was a letdown game.
1: So now I'll give you another little a little nugget about uh, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Pat Fitzgerald came out and says that the only reason that he would consider leaving Northwestern would be to coach the Bears.
0: We'll pay the man.
1: Please stop this. Pay
0: the man. Look,
1: a couple of years ago, um, the Packers were come sniffing around Pats. Fitch, mm-hmm. Fats Pat's Fitzger- Fitzger- Fitzgerald, sure, sure. <laughs> Fitzgerald,
0: Pat Fitzgerald.
1: So yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, they came sniffing around. He said no. One of the big factors is he's got young kids. are like I want to say his, his kids are anywhere between like ten and fifteen. So his, his boys are. Uh, he wants to keep close to home for his
0: kids. So that's why he wants to stay in Chicago.
1: That's why he wants to stay in Chicago. I'm not paying this guy. You know his only success has been at Northwestern, and he's a, he he's he's the coach of a school that he went to, mm-hmm. and he was an assistant coach for uh, the coach that passed. I want to say it was I don't know what a butcher's name it was. Barrett, I want to say Bartlett. Uh, Bartlett. G- Bar- Gary Barnett. Bar- Gary Gary Barnett. Barnett I
0: Barnett. think. Um, Bartlett Barnett.
1: So um, I w- I want to say that's that's the coach that was there before. Yeah. Um, he, and he replaced him, and he was on that uh, 1995 Rose Bowl team. So he is he's just the guy that is there and he can live there and and uh live in North, live in Evanston be the coach of Northwestern for his for the rest of his life if he wants to. I mean he's not going anywhere. Um but yeah, he it, the 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 coach that he took over from was Gary Barnett who was the coach. I think he might have even been the coach when he was there. He was. And it was a really emotional thing for him to take over for that coach for for Barnett and um you know, I don't how do you give the, the coach of Northwestern football a head coaching job with the Chicago Bears?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Better than what we got going on. I That's
1: absolutely false.
0: I know, I know. That's, that's, that's so I fun. Like, I just want to argue. Wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm so like devastated like, by, by the Bears' last day. I just want to fight with you, people I, today. You
1: <laughs> couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> you tried to like, could. no,
0: he's better. No, wait. Stop. <laughs> All right, let's move on to South Bend. The Notre, uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish remain undefeated. Yeah, baby. With a 31-17 defeat over North Carolina. Trubisky's team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, because he couldn't keep the damn starting job. Like how's it his team? Oh, brother. Yeah, both teams scored uh two first quarter touchdowns and then went into a uh, halftime tied at 17. Uh book through for 279 yards and ran for 48 yards and f- for the Fighting Irish who are 9 and 0, 8 and 0 in the ACC. Mm-hmm. The win keeps Notre Dame on course to earn a spot in the ACC Championship game.
1: Oh, I mean, they're going to have to play Clemson again. I mean, yeah, we Clemson that. again, now that Sunshine is back, they were, like, <laughs> it it was, Dangerous. that was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Ian Book looked pretty good, 23 for 33, 279 with one touchdown. Kyron Williams, again, was the star, 23 carries, 125 yards uh, for two touchdowns. I mean, like, this this dude is outrageous. I mean, you got Javon McKinley, uh, six uh, reception, 135 yards, uh no touchdowns but an average of 22 and a half yards per catch i mean that's insane mm-hmm. they, they threw the ball all over the place um their their tight end ben scaronic Skron- he's got yeah oh wow these are the classic you know notre dame names right here yeah. scaronic um but yeah i mean like look they look good i, I don't see them beating
0: Clemson no, no, no. with
1: sunshine at the helm
0: Mm-mm. but I, I think it'll be a decent game. I don't think it'll be a blowout.
1: No, and, and see, for both Notre Dame and Northwestern, that's been their key this year is that their defense has been on point. Um, I mean, they, they held North Carolina down pretty well. Uh, they're, the the quarterback for Carolina, Sam Howe, only had 211 yards. Um, they They held the rushing attack down. I mean, they just look good overall, and they're a strong team, and they know what they're doing. I mean, overall, Notre Dame had 478 yards. And 199 rushing yards versus Carolina's 87 rushing yards. I mean, this was a this was a complete and total just domination of the game. Even though like the 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 score came down a little bit, it, it took them a while really to get going mm-hmm. and yeah, to kind of start smacking back. And I think it was just a feeling all period. But once they come out uh, after the second half, I mean, I want to say, uh, yep, they uh, they held Carolina scoreless for the second half of the game. <laughs>
0: So, I mean, beautiful.
1: I can't fight that.
0: All right, everybody. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor.
1: Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> Not after <have> to tonight. <laughs> it's time for some Bears Talk. This is Three and
0: Out. man let's let's get over this man i'm gonna go with the offense really quick and get this out of the way so that way we can rant uh the running game showed up montgomery had over 100 yards
1: finally and a touchdown yeah. is that his first time as a bear
0: <laughs> i didn't even bother looking this up man
1: i look he's only a second year player so i mean it,
0: it probably is no. it's, it's the
1: first it's the first time this year yeah it is the first time they're
0: running tag has been a because yeah, i've lost a lot of bets where i, I And and that long
1: run to start the game in the early on the game—that's what that's what capped that hundred yards. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it
0: was. (laughs) All right, there was some sense of offense. Uh, Mitch looked okay at times, and then really bad at the other times. But the offensive line uh, was C-, minus D plus. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You
1: get a guy who you've Openly admitted is experimental. Yes. That needs the reps. Mm-hmm. That needs practice. Yep. You let him play for uh, for eight quarter, no, ten quarters in the beginning of the season. Yep. Pull him, bench him, pull him bring him in for one, uh, one, one play. play, get him injured, and then in week, what is this, 11? Yeah. yeah. So,
0: so week 10, he got reps, and week 11, he got reps. And this is when you bring him in, when he's about to finish
1: his Bears career.
0: If I were Trubisky? I would have been like, I'm going to say I'm hurt and not play.
1: Right. And it's just, uh, I would have been like, oh, you told me to kick rocks, so I dig And I did, and I stubbed my toe. Sorry, guys. A- I exactly. Can't play. Sorry, Nagy. Let me go somewhere Since else. Since you, blind, you blindsided me, remember? <laughs> right, because you said, oh, that's exactly what happened. I know I that's ranted, what happened. I ranted about it weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Right. You should have never benched Trubisky in the first place. At least this, this iteration that we saw against the Packers, yeah, there was mistakes. Of course there was mistakes. Yeah. You're playing catch-up the whole game against one of the great quarterbacks of all time. Yes. But the laser show came out, and you saw Trubisky roll out. Yes. You saw him uh, with the, the naked bootleg. You saw him action, actually yes. play action uh, and, and, and throw the ball. Yes, he threw the ball downfield. Yes, it was intercepted. I'm much better off with them being aggressive instead of pussyfooting around and dinking and dumping. and He's not
0: pussyfoot, right?
1: Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. There's a foot at the end of it. Okay, um, So... <laughs> Because the the problem with them is that Aaron Rodgers is going to strike whenever he can. Mm-hmm. I think his first four possessions were touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And you have to do whatever you can to get Mitch comfortable so he can actually throw the ball.
0: Yeah, Mitch has to get into good rhythm. And that's the problem with a bad offensive line and bad play calling prior yeah. to today. Correct. You're not going to get into good rhythm.
1: And, and, I mean, he he got robbed on a couple of plays. The, the one where he was the, the strip sack.
0: Yeah. I mean. That's that, was, not, that was not his fault. His head got pulled one way and his body was going another right. way. Right. And
1: it, twice by two different players. And right. they missed that call. Yeah. The previous call when, when they had a completion of Mooney, the defender, at the end, they took yeah. forever to blow
0: that whistle. They and called, they the called the a of hold on of offensive line. Yeah.
1: They, yeah. They called Leno for an offensive uh, hold. In the meantime. Mooney's the Thunder, getting mugged. Is literally picking up Mooney <laughs> off the ground, and here comes another player to punch at the ball yeah, and my, hit Mooney. My N- none of that was called. like,
0: "Hey, there's a there's a mugging going on."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so none of that was yeah, none of that was called that that uh, pass interference on on Rogers. I mean, the 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 refs yeah. did not do the Bears any you favors. Can't, tonight. You can't
0: touch the golden child. That's what it is. That's all, you know. That's just the Jordan rule. So what what
1: else happened on offense?
0: Uh, well, we got a he being a Rob, two right. touchdowns. You have like what 78, 79 yards. He didn't get the ball thrown to him that much because probably being covered very well. But at the same time, you know the Packers defense sat on sat on Mitch. They said mm-hmm. you're gonna you are going to you do have to beat us with your arm, and that's kind of hard to do when you have really got one go to receiver.
1: Well, I mean Mooney is good when he gets the ball. Right. Miller Miller has flashes of greatness, but Miller also has flashes of like just complete and total stupidity.
0: Yeah, because he ran the wrong route and there was an interception.
1: Right. So we, yeah. So he was supposed to
0: go in, and he went out, and then exactly. He,
1: so he, he's good for that one. Mooney looks like to be the real deal. Yes. Mooney looks like he's yes. he's going to be a player in the NFL, whether it's consistently with the Bears or he ends up on another squad, <laughs> another good squad really to play. Squad, yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing is that I always give these guys credits for putting up numbers and putting up stats when mm-hmm. they have the worst the worst quarterbacks. Nick Foles and Trubisky throws to you and you still have decent numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. give that man a
0: medal. <laughs> What's going on on defense, man? What happened on defense?
1: So, A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. Um, yeah, like you, said, like you said before the game, yep. death, of, death by a, a thousand paper cuts. I mean, oh, yeah. This is basically the same game plan that the Colts had against the Bears when they went to the Super Bowl in, what, 05, 06. Uh, dink and dump your way down the field. Great and then, year. When, <laughs> it's not a great year. The Bears lost the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm talking about 05. We're, we're, not talk, we're talking about the, when the Bears <laughs> lost the Super Bowl. I can't believe that was 06, a Bears was, fan— <laughs> a chicago bears fan is in my studio right now talking about the or, or. anyway so keep going so yeah a. A. Ron did his thing out yeah. there um you know him and his great kazoo helmet never seen, <laughs> i don't know if he's getting like radio played signals into that thing or what but that him and a big old helmet always seemed to beat up on us and we couldn't really get to him the one time that we did get to him, they gave him a, a pass or was it the uh roughing the passer penalty? <sighs> and, and that was just because despicable. he like kind of brushed past him and you know, he put two hands on him and dude just fell over.
0: Yeah. He's like well, LeBron. He, well he is thirty eight, so he's gonna fall over.
1: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so are we either on the same page. <laughs> <intro>, that <laughs> That's thing, what I'm man.
0: saying. We'll fall over. All right, what else going on? Uh
1: poor tackling, man. Oh I my mean, God. like I feel like well we, we can say it's because they gave up, we could say this or whatever. Yeah. But the Bears had, I think, 22 minutes, 22 and change in uh, uh, possession time, and the Packers had like 37 minutes. So eventually you're going to be like, you you know what, guess what? If I'm holding up my end of the bargain and you are not, you can go on somewhere. Why why, why am I going to keep trying?
0: Yeah, there was a lot of of arm tackling, uh, and that's what I've seen in the secondary. Uh, The linebackers were confused with Aaron Rodgers changing the play at the line. I mean, that's what good quarterbacks do. That's what they do. Yeah,
1: I mean, they, they get picked apart by good quarterbacks all the time. That's the problem.
0: Uh, what about Mac? What did you see on the field from Mac?
1: So, Mac, I mean, Mac is getting held up. Mac is getting held on every play.
0: Oh my God, is he? Held up? It's bad. It's bad.
1: Well, here's the thing too: is that you got no Goldman because he opted out with the COVID. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Hicks, who had I want to say he had a hamstring injury. I don't know. So What's... he wasn't there to help stop the run, and then you had Aaron Jones running right up the middle. Running right uh, all over the Bears. Right, you where know, Hicks
0: would be, right.
1: Exactly where Hicks would be, right in the middle. So, I mean, you know, Mac. Uh, we actually saw Quinn. I, it was, my, my joke during the game was that when I said, I've never seen the back of that man's jersey. How do you say, <laughs> is it quite Quinn? Que, well, how do you spell, I've never seen this man's jersey. Yeah, And it's true because I have never seen him
0: make a play. He made like a good four plays. And I was like, I didn't know he played that much. I thought he was like you, know, maybe there for first downs. That's it. Well, as
1: much as mo- as much money as they gave him, they might as well play him.
0: All right, what else you got for us, man?
1: Uh, so I mean, o- look, overall, just just a very it's a demoralizing game. You know what I mean? Like this is this is that I mean, we game. didn't expect to win. No, look,
0: <sighs> here's the thing. <laughs> Unless you were that dude that bet a hundred thousand. No,
1: the no. Well, that was silly. That was silly. <laughs> I'm I'm not a gambler like that. So no. I, I mean, that was a silly thing. No. I mean, you got. I, I got to take a deep breath just to let, because every time I, I I breathe out hard like that, all like a little <sighs> bit of the depression of being a Bears fan comes goes out with it. You know what I mean? So we sat here, and the 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 problem is, is that when you get to the point where you're not expecting much out of your team, it's demoralizing as a fan. I can't. I, it, this has just been such a complete and total debacle of a season. Do, who do I blame it on? Do I blame it on Pace? Do I blame it on Nagy? Do I blame it on Trubisky? Do I, do I blame it on Foles? I mean, are we, are we talking about Virginia McCaskey? I mean, who, who are we talking about is at fault here? And I mean, you can combine all of these things because Pace hasn't put the players in place for them to be successful. Nagy hasn't been able to get the talent out of the players they do have. Mitch hasn't lived up to being a second-round pick, or a second overall pick, mm-hmm. and Foles came in with his microwave, and he looked so cute in his uniform in, well, in, the, in the third the microwave. game of the season. It's done in
0: 30 seconds. He's done. Right. You know Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly what and that the, is. And
1: the, so they try to sell us a bill of goods that, oh, well, uh, uh, Foles is going to come in and save the season. Foles no. is not a starting quarterback, point-blank, period. It's been proven time and time and time again. Stop with the experiment. You, the def- definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And when you've seen the results and you keep doing the same thing over and over, you are not going to get good results. So, like I said before, I think this was—I think the whole thing with switching out Trubisky and bringing in Foles, knowing that his bum ass would fail—that what this is is basically Nagy taking it and putting it completely and totally on pace. Look at the quarterbacks you give me. Look at the offensive line you give me. Mm-hmm. Look at the running attack you give me. You did great on the defense, and Nagy don't give a crap about defense because Nagy, Nagy is an offensive guy. So what he did is he gave up that, that, that Denny's menu and set, turned into an IHOP menu and gave it to Laser, and they got the kids' menu out there, like you said. And, and so now who do I blame?
0: Well, at the, at the end of the day, guess what? They're all going to lose their jobs. At the end of the day, they're all going to be gone because – now you can be like, hey, it's not my fault, not my fault. Right. At the end of the day, the buck stops with the head coach for the player's performance. Okay. Because he has to put the players that he has on a roster. He's not putting
1: him in the right place to succeed. That's the problem.
0: And that's right. That's and what I'm saying. That's adjust. where the buck stops.
1: He won't adjust on all, all offense whatsoever. He hasn't. The The problem is, is that when, when Trubisky came off that hot season in 2018, there were a lot of things that they did to help uh, uh, Mitch be successful. Mm-hmm. Mitch had to come in in this first year because Glennon was terrible. Oh my God. He and lying. that was the John Fox year with Mitch. Yep. They brought in Matt. Matt Nagy came in there and he was supposed to be this quarterback whisperer. He's supposed to be so great <laughs> at, at calling plays so on and so forth. We saw Mitch when when, uh, when James Winston was still with the Bucks. We saw Mitch throw, throw for six touchdowns in that 2018 season. It's all magical until, until the double doink happens. All right, fine. So now we're looking towards next season. Mm-hmm. We're trying to build off a 12 and 4 season. What happens? You go eight and eight including a bunch of wins off of guys who are not even in the league right now. Like Jeff Driscoll and these random backups that were for uh for the the Lions and things like that, okay? Right,
0: cuz Matt Stafford was out with the back because injury, right? Stafford had yeah. the back.
1: So now we come to 2020, mm-hmm. okay? We don't know who's going to start the, the the season because you brought in Foles because you know that the little dude that you had last year was not a capable uh, quarterback if you had an uh, injury to Trubisky who traditionally has been at least, out at least two games a season. Okay. Okay. So you bring in a, a quarterback and this is, well, is it going to be this guy or that guy? The guy that won the one to Super Bowl or the number two overall pick? And we kept hearing and hearing and hearing. Well, guess what? Don't forget, no training camp. None. Okay, no preseason games. None. We went right into the season. Yep. Okay, now you got Trubisky's head on a hook. You got Nick Foles sitting there waiting in the in, in the wings, right? Yep. Well, Trubisky comes back in the first game after playing crappy in the first half of the game, and he comes back against the Lions. And he wins the game. Okay, second game. They win after a comeback. Third yep. game. They're down uh, against the Falcons. And I, uh, Matt Nagy's sitting there thinking about how the Cowboys came back and they, how terrible they were. They came back and they beat the Falcons in the second half. So what does he do? Instead of letting Mitch win that game like he did in the game against the Lions in the first game of the season, right. he brings in Nick Foles.
0: Yeah, he, he, he had proven that he can come back. He Correct. had proven that he can overcome these issues that he's doing right now. Correct. If he gets the rep, if he gets the time,
1: if he, he gets the, gets the right in, personnel. If he gets
0: into rhythm. Ain't right, and guess what? If you call the right effing right, you've got to have a run game. Yeah, there's absolutely,
1: in. with with Matt Nagy, there's absolutely no run-pass balance. So he becomes super uh, predictable. Ain't exactly. Now, what, what did we see today with laser? We saw laser actually roll Mitch out, put him in the positions to be successful. But the problem is, is that you get to a point where you're so far behind, you can't even run the ball because now all you're doing is playing catch-up.
0: Right, and this is the reason that if you're looking at at the stats for today's game, Trubisky threw it 46 times, and there was a total of 16 runs. Correct. So the only reason there was a a total of 16 runs is because they were behind in the first quarter, Mm -hmm. and they never can catch up. So yeah, you're going to throw the ball. So is Trubisky at fault? No, I don't think so. I mean, the throwing to triple and double coverage? Yeah, the, yeah the, the kid can't don't, read. The kid can't read a book.
1: But but by the same by the same token, we saw Aaron Rodgers throw to Devontae Adams where there was four uh, defenders around him, and he thread he and he only caught it.
0: Yeah, but he's a surgeon.
1: But that's my point. Is and that we have an intern, and, and 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 that's perfectly fine. But that's literally my point. Is that you're telling this kid that hey, this play will be successful because the kid is is there supposed to be learning from the guy who was a quarterback in the AFL or whatever league. The, uh, uh,
0: it wasn't the XFL. Nagy,
1: wet, Nagy was. And most of the time, these guys that are like really kind of mediocre, you know, the they're, they're game studiers and stuff like that yeah, are supposed to be the best coaches. A, yeah, you'll
0: see that a lot in baseball and a lot of in basketball. you basketball, right. The grinding. The guys that are coming off the bench. The, guys the lifers. Are right. Not the, the superstars. Superstars no, no. are terrible at that. Oh uh, Yeah. Because
1: yeah. they can't figure out, how come you're not as good as me? That's the only thing they can, they can bank on.
0: Yeah. So what do we need to do Next week against Matt Stafford.
1: I mean, you know, just come out and play your game. I mean, I think the defense. It, here's the thing: it's really going to d- rely on the fact that if we have uh, Hicks back mm-hmm. after his hamstring, uh, Akeem Hicks, because if he can come out, because don't forget the the uh, the Lions still have DeAndre Swift and they have Adrian Peterson and yep. they have. Uh, it's not Theo Riddick anymore. There's another. There's another running back there. But they if they can stop the run now you all of a sudden you make Matt Stafford predictable. but if Hicks is not back for next week,
0: guess what they're then, running through they're, us.
1: then they're going to run through us again yeah. and, Pat, and, and Peterson has extra motivation to beat the Bears because he's he's came up in the division with Minnesota yeah yeah so he's had you know and, and Peterson has traditionally beat the hell out of us anyway so I mean, oh yeah. yeah he's 35 36 years old, but he's still out there getting the rock and he's still scoring, scoring touchdowns.
0: Yeah. So, I I, again, uh, and we talked about this earlier uh, when we went live after the Bears game. I don't see them winning another game. I don't. And and you know what? It might be to their benefit if they don't win another game. And
1: and, and what I told you is that in in typical Bears fashion, what they're going (laughs) to do is they're going to end up going out there winning the Detroit game, winning the Jags game, and maybe winning that Minnesota game. And what Mm -hmm. that does is now that puts you again at 8-8. 8-8. So, you can't even screw up losing. No. You, know, you even screw up losing, is what I'm trying to say. You can't even do a good job of trying to tank because <laughs> you've, already, you've already messed that up. But, and, and here's the thing you know that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are going to try to do whatever they can to save their jobs. So now five, go from five and one, now you're five and six. That's five losses in a row. Okay, you know they're, they're, gonna, they're not gonna sit there and lay down because they, they know they lay down, they're done. They're completely done. But if they somehow rattle off four wins at the end of the season or something like that, that they'll at least save their jobs. And they're like, well, yeah, I know we had some adversity in the middle of the season, but look what we did. We came back to, to, to come close to, to almost winning the division, and we end up in the wild card. Because don't forget, the Bears are five and six. Then you got, uh, I wanna say, the Lions or, or the.
0: No, Lions are four and eight. Minnesota's Minnesota's right five, behind yeah, us. Five, Minnesota's tied with us, I think, or something. Yeah, they lost yeah The
1: Bears and the Bears and Vikings are both five and six right now, and 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 the Lions are out of it. But the Lions are, are like four wins, right? So we're literally sitting here talking about three potential wild card
0: teams in the uh, NFC North. Well, I don't know what's in your cup, but they're not winning any more games.
1: <laughs> Again, in typical Bears fashion, <laughs> they're going to end up winning a game that's going to hurt their draft stock. This is what the Bears do. They can't even lose properly.
0: <laughs> they can if they if they're like your fantasy team and you just start your busters.
1: But they're not going to do that. Yeah, I know. They're not gonna, Mitch, I know.
0: Mitch is starting next week. Oh, yeah, which is fine. Mitch is starting next which week. Which is fine. He's not going to be here next year anyway, so don't it don't Mitch matter at all. Mitch is starting
1: next week. They still have Allen Robinson, they still have Mooney, they still have Montgomery, they still have Mack, they still have Quinn, they still have Roquan. They're going to go out there and they're not going to lay down, and they're going to try. Especially against division opponents when you have to go up against the Lions and the Vikings coming up and the Packers again in your last five games of the season. They're not going to give up. They're still going to try.
0: So what's your scoring for next week?
1: Uh, Not enough to too much. (laughs) Sounds about right. All right, everyone. That's been three and out. Uh, unfortunately, our Bears analyst Il Brown was detained, so he could not have been with us today. <laughs> was <laughs> he, he detained by the Packers? He was. He had a previous engagement where he didn't want to talk about the Bears, and I don't blame him. But he'll be back next week, and check back for uh, for him every week for his Bears expertise. Don't forget to check out his podcast, Beat the Block, which is available on all
0: major platforms. Okay, true Chicago sports fans, it's time to pay some bills. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. is the first anime manga company to feature characters of color, bringing a level of flair and authenticity to the genre as a whole. With influences ranging from Japanese manga and animation, Western comics, streetwear, hip-hop, and various forms of cinema, Noir has created a unique style that can be appreciated by the masses. Check out noircesar.com
1: for more information.
0: Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. It's that time again. You know what time it is. It's time for Stirring the Pot. Yeah, baby. What do we got today?
1: Well, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving holiday.
0: I did, I did. And I did have no pumpkin pie.
1: I did. My wife made pumpkin pie. She also made a keto cheesecake with the crust made out of crushed walnuts. It was very nice. good. I, I gave up the no carb for the last four days, so tomorrow I'm back on the grind. Eek, you know withdrawals. No, I mean Look, I had the mac. I had mac and cheese. I had biscuits. I had the stuffing. All the good, you know. The and I had my cranberry sauce. Oh, I bet you did. And hey, we actually we made good use of the uh, turkey leftovers. We made a really good uh, cheese and broccoli soup. So okay. with the, with some turkey, It came out really good. Right. But now we're going to transition over into the Christmas holiday season.
0: cheer the Mariah Carey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All I want for Christmas is food. So we're gonna talk about food again. This week. Yeah. We've have a very traditional Christmas drink.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I see we yeah, going you with see this year. Yeah. Now I lit up. I'm yeah, lit up now.
1: That, now. Now I got you grinning. That's right. Because that's what we like to do. We like to drink over here. That's right. Okay. So now mm-hmm. the question of the day
0: eggnog no <laughs> i knew it eggnog. i knew it hell no eggnog you could have it yes or no you could have it with your pumpkin pie no way give me my coquito all right first of all
1: you can't be throwing in
0: stipulations over <laughs> here
1: you can't be like well i don't eat turkey you know that's why it says when when i i, I asked the question like uh flats or drums like. I'm a vegan, so I just eat like tofu wings. <laughs> like, get out of Like, you, you you find a sub. You can't be give me substitutions. I don't like. I don't Agno. drink one because I drink the other.
0: I think I had it when I was like, you know, 14, 15, 16, That I bought a big carton and I drank one. That's probably why.
1: And par- your parents are still mad about what you did to that toilet. They're
0: like, <laughs>
1: you remember back in the '90s when we had a thousand-dollar plumbing bill because. You... <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah. Nobody likes eggnog, what the f that <laughs> I had to stop myself right there. Nobody likes that nasty the what is wrong with y'all?
0: I don't know what's wrong with people, but that's nasty, man.
1: What I mean, like, here's the thing. You know how to make a perfect eggnog cocktail?
0: Throw it in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. you, you take take a glass, Yeah. you, you fill it with ice. Shine it up real good stick it up. Squeeze <laughs> <Jesus laughs> the rock slips.
1: <laughs> you take Oh man, you you kill you kill it all the time. <laughs> like, Take your glass, fill it with ice. Okay, put your rum, your bourbon, however you like. Yeah. And you take your eggnog, and you throw that mess out the window, <laughs> and drink your bourbon just the way it is because it's way better that way.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: This is this 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 is, is com- two weeks in a row. This is a complete and total casta- catastrophe of a drink.
0: <laughs> Whose idea was this? I thought you were gonna say Constanza. I'm like, oh, boy, we're going with a Seinfeld like, reference. Right,
1: be like, hey. I know what I can do for Christmas. Let me take milk, which is good, and eggs, which is also good, and put it together, which is not good. No,
0: not at all. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to make French toast, then or yeah, cu- go ahead. like
1: a custard, you know what yeah, I mean? Oh. Like that's, but I mean, like, just to drink it like that?
0: No, not, no. No,
1: man. It's like, why is it so runny and thick? It's like drinking pancake batter. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> yeah. Again, we agree <laughs> two weeks in a row. This is 2020.
1: Yeah. Welcome to 2020. Weird things happen every day. That's
0: right. (laughs) Let's wrap it up, brother.
1: All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, remember to give us a review and five stars on your listening apps. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify and iHeartRadio. And click that notify button on Facebook to be notified when we go live. That's right. And don't forget, you can also donate to the show as well. All proceeds will go towards the betterment of the show. Because we love you guys. Thanks to our sponsors, Nora Caesar, Villain Radio Studios, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out gritclothingcode.com and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. Don't forget to check back next week for our Bears Endless Ill Brown. And don't forget to check out his podcast, Beat the Block, which is available on all major platforms. Shout out to Ronesh and our producer, Jay Soto. Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. And don't forget to reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you guys. Reach out to us at True Chicago at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E Rock. And we'll see you next week for episode 22. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports.
0: Yeah. Get your eggnog hair out of you. <laughs> a few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Never boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. <laughs> ¡Hasta luego, amigos! Show's over, show's over, show's over.